Okay, what's going on, everybody? Welcome. This is your boy, Joey Brams, part of the No Chasers podcast. And I just want to welcome everyone. Thank you for tuning in to a special um, little project I got going on. This is the No Chasers Westworld podcast. You know, I think I should come up with some type of a like a really cool name for this uh this this uh podcast you know what i want i want you guys to you guys figure it out come up with some dope ideas i'll work on something but yeah yeah but basically this is coming from the no chases uh bank of of i don't know the bank of talent the no chases bank of talent anyway moving forward what's going on everybody hope everybody's doing well doing your job being socially distant if you can work from home more props to you um but what's today today is march 23rd so technically episode two of um westworld already came out i saw it again i saw it last night but i do have to watch it again before i um come and record another podcast for episode two so i'm just gonna really focus on episode one um i took a lot of my notes down on episode one before I saw episode two, because I did not kind of want to, you know what I mean? I really did not want to divulge into episode one to talk about it, knowing what already happened in episode two, if you kind of understand what I'm saying. So, um, yes, so Westworld, we waited, what, oh, close to two years? I think it was like 21 months from the end of season two, and now we're finally here in season three. I mean, so far, it it's... I was hyped up. I don't know about you guys, but I, I've been excited for Westworld. I've been a huge Westworld fan from the beginning. No, I did not see the original movies. Um, the movie. Oh, yes, there are multiple. I did not see the original movies. But overall, Westworld is just an amazing show. Um, for those who've never seen or heard of Westworld, um, I don't know how did you get here, but thank you for tuning in. But I'll give you a little um, quick rundown of what Westworld is about. Oh, and before I even start that, listen... I'm not an expert in this stuff. I'm literally just a fan of the show. So I'm giving you this content from the the side of a true fan. So I'm not super deep into the lore as many other people may think, but I'm just giving to you giving to you in what they call the common tongue. Is that what they call it? The common tongue? Wait, who am I even talking to? Because I'm literally here by myself. I'm recording this by myself. Right? So Westworld. Uh, Westworld is this park that was um that hosts hosts. Westworld is this park where people would go. Of course, you have to be super rich to go there. And what you would do is you would pay for these experiences. So, for example, we see in uh, episode one of Westworld there was this uh, man. His name was Bill, Al William at the time. Uh, William he goes he meets this woman. Her name is Dolores. He saves her from this adventure. And come to find out, Dolores is what you call a host. So for those who um, are unfamiliar, just think of the hosts as the robots and the people, the regular people as the regular people, right? Or they, I think they call them the guests of the park. So um, basically, Westworld is really about hosts, the, the robots, so to speak, and their freedoms, their choices, um, what's, and they will, if you really paid attention to season one, and I'm going to try to do this as spoiler-free as possible. Um, if you, It really focused mainly on one host, and her name was Dolores. And Dolores was going through or, look, or going through this maze of self-consciousness. And um, I'm not going to tell you if she did or she didn't achieve it. But the, the show really focused on, or I, I shouldn't say focused, but the main theme of the show was really to me choices you know 
are we walking on this set path of life? You know, are our steps and everything predetermined? Are we just following preordained steps? Or when when I do make a choice, if I'm gonna go to if I'm gonna make a left on Third Street, and then all of a sudden I say, you know what, today I'm gonna be different to make a right. Was that decision really my decision? Was I really going off course on my own free will? Or was me at that moment going against the norm predetermined by someone else? And that's basically like the underlying theme of Westworld. Like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to go too much into um, back in the season one and season two, but I will say um, Westworld is an amazing show. Why? Because this is why I'm doing this podcast. I'm sick of running around asking coworkers and friends, "Hey, do you watch Westworld?" And they're like, uh, "Joey, no." So, <laughs> all right, let's get into season three, episode one of the Westworld, the new season. Yes. So, um. Where we left off, we how Westworld season two ended was very different. We know that, uh, oh, matter of fact, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you did not see, um, any of the seasons of Westworld, I'm trying to jot down like the timestamp on this. I should have been a little bit more prepared <laughs> to do this, but, um, yes, I'm, I'm gonna try this. There's going to be spoilers. I'm sorry. There's going to be spoilers. Uh, I'm sorry. Time mark. There we go. So we got the time mark. We got the time stamp. So, yes, this is going to be full of spoilers. I'm not holding anything back, really. Right. So. <clears throat> all right. Season three of Westworld. Right. It, um, This episode's name was Parse Domine, which is I kind of looked it up. It means it comes from I, I don't want to say a poem. I looked it up briefly. Okay, but it um it comes from I think a poem or something like that, and basically it says, "Spare Lord, spare your people, lest you be angry with us forever." So I'll read it again. Spare, spare Lord, spare your people, lest you be angry with us forever. And if you um think about it, right, when you look at Dolores, she's kind of like. I don't want to say she's like the Jesus figurehead where she's bringing redemption to others. You could kind of say that, but then she's killed many people. And last time I checked, Jesus has a body count. Jesus really didn't kill anybody. But um, they were both signs of freedom, right? You, uh, you, you want freedom in life. You want to be saved. You know, you follow Jesus. And Dolores, in a sense, was kind of like the Jesus to the hosts. Um, I want to give her. I, yeah, she's kind of like it. Of course, just she's going about things a different way so i could kind of see the um i could kind of see the the why they gave it this title uh because think about it like dolores isn't going around killing everybody so some people are going to want to be spared you know and and uh, like i said spare your people lest you be angry with us forever either you spare me because if you don't spare me you're going to be angry with me forever that's how i take it but you know, I'm interested to see how you guys kind of found how that connected to the, the rest of the episode. So um, a quick rundown of the episode. The episode opens up with Dolores. Um, no, it doesn't open up with Dolores. It opens up with one of the investors. He's trying to, I think he's trying to sell off his uh, stock of Westworld after the big uh, the big event, if you know what I mean. So, um, of course, and now when I was looking at this, I was wondering who is this guy? This guy is of some importance. And if you see Dolores just showed up in his house, of course, she ended up murdering him. But if you look carefully, my whole thing was she made him, she downloaded some information from him, 
right? So I'm wondering what type of information did she download from them? Because remember, when Dolores went back, um, when she was in the forge, she was reading a lot of data from the guests. She wasn't really interested in what was going on with the hosts. She was really focusing on the the um the guests of the park or the humans right and we've known that or we've it has been revealed that the real thing that westworld recording wasn't the host experience but it was more so the guest experience and if you know anything about the actual westworld uh television show i think it was a television show or the old movie where this yeah it was a movie where it came from you knew that of course the eventually people in high positions of powers, humans were being replaced with identical hosts. So I think they're trying to play into that when they when they attack this angle of um Delos recording um the guest data and, and everything like that. So we see that um Dolores shows up in this guy's house. Of course she comes with that type of re- I don't want to say really redeemer but she, when you think about it, before the guy um, died, I should have really looked up his name, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> he's not important because he's gone, I think, within the first four minutes. So it's like when she, she shows up and she downloads that information from him, right? And then she also lets him know, like, I know you're, I know, I know you. I, she, I think she, the actual quote was, I've read your book or she's read his file on the data. Right. So um, she takes that off and she she mentioned something along the lines of she this is going to help in her war because, you know, what Dolores is on a path to come back and enact revenge or liberate. I It's either like a path of revenge against the humans or a path of liberation for the hosts. You know, um, it, you can look at it either way. I'm very interested to see where she goes with it this season. Uh, yes, this season. I was gonna say this episode. This season. Yeah. So Dolores is coming from a very uh, different angle as she was uh, last time. Sorry, I had to take a little break. So if the the jump in the voice happens. So um, this season we got introduced to a new character. Um, it, his that was Caleb, played by, as everyone knows him, Jesse Pinkman, right? So, um, yeah, so Caleb, as we see, he's a very strange character. Or let me not say strange. He's more of a unique char- character. Um, we see there's moments where he's talking on the phone to, um, no, he's actually not talking to on the phone. He's, he's avoiding calls from someone named Francis, who we later find out is played by Kid Cudi. And we don't know what happened to Kid Cudi, um, you know, or because we basically see that he ends up he ends up dying but we don't know the full circumstances we do know that caleb was there right but one thing and and we do know caleb was there we do eventually find out that the calls from francis that are coming in is some type of automated therapy service that's um that exists in the in the future where i'm assuming you could have the voice of a good friend of you give you phone calls and um try to keep up and kind of talk you through things but um again if we and and jumping ahead not uh, jumping ahead but not really the the biggest one of the main themes or the strings i should say of westworld what i've noticed is breaking out of the loop and and it's moving outside of the norm and you, you start to see that with the main characters you know dolores breaking out of her loop william 
you know, he's trying to find his way through the maze, you know, uh, Arnold or Bernard or however you want to refer to him, you know, he's also breaking out of the normal and everyone's stops following the system and starts following their hearts, so to speak, or that inner voice that we've seen with Dolores, that inner voice wasn't someone else as we thought um, was talking to her, but it was her talking to herself, like gaining that level of uh, self-consciousness. Right. So let's go. Let's go back to Caleb. So Caleb, like I said, he's on this like breaking the loop type thing because you see it's the, the normal everyday life. He's a construction worker. He has his robot. But also one line that really stood out to me is when he said um, to, to Francis, and it kind of sounded now the way it played out, we see we would see Caleb dodge the calls. But we also heard dialogue between the two. So what I'm assuming is that there was one point in time where Caleb actually was taking these phone calls from this automated therapy bot. So I'm kind of curious to see um, the connection. Of course, I want to know what happened with him and Caleb before because it's obvious they served time in the military. So um, I want to know what effect did the military have on their relationship and also what happened after because if you see he's struggling his mother is um in the hospital she's taking these implant chips which we which seems like they modify your mood we see someone uh, about 20 or so minutes into the episode kind of od off of it um of those little mood uh, chips or implants or whatever you, that they take orally so you know one thing i'm noticing about like i said about caleb is that you know his past is somewhat mysterious but you could already tell he's someone who's struggling in the loop that he's caught in he cannot get ahead right no matter how hard he fights no matter how much he pushes back he ends up falling back into the loop that he's a part of the next day uh similar to dolores in season one you know if she tried to move outside of a loop try to do something different boom she wakes up the next day, right back where she began. So I think in this season three, Dolores and Caleb are kind of going to be like walking along the same path of breaking, of finding your freedom. But one's in the light, one's in the darkness. One thing I could also see is that um, because Caleb had mentioned um, in the episode that he's looking for something real. Um, I can't remember something or someone real, but he's looking for that difference and Dolores pops up in his um after the scene by the the pool after his last job um we see that Dolores Dolores falls out of nowhere Dolores broke I was about to say Jesse Dolores actually broke Caleb's loop right um as you see he's doing these jobs on this um Grand Theft Auto type little um Inter internet thing where jobs hop up you accept it you do a small part of the task and if you do your job well you get paid you get rated so usually if you're doing a bit let's say for example a big bank heist you're not going to be there from start to finish you may just be paid to pick up get a bag drop it off to this guy walk away once you walk away you get paid everything's said and done so we see at the end of this job this last job where he was supposed he just got the car dropped the car off he was supposed to walk away what was he doing he was looking back he was trying to see wait what are the what are those people doing who's coming out of that uh helicopter or flying vehicle he's slowly slowly cracking out of his normal loop he said before he said about two times this episode i don't do personals 
in reference to this uh i was gonna say mur not murder for hire but crime for hire little um uh social network that he's a part of but we start to see um caleb start breaking out of his loop um so i'm very i'm excited to see where they go with this because he's an amazing actor um and i feel that he's an actor we really haven't got to see much of his talent we do know what um aaron paul has done with the breaking bad playing jesse in the breaking bad which was phenomenal um i think he followed that up sh uh, shortly with um need for speed and if you were one of the unfortunate few who've seen that um i haven't so i apologize to you and we've seen him of course reprise his role as jesse pigman in el camino breaking bad story which was well, overrated if you ask me you didn't ask me guess what i'm telling you anyway right el camino was terribly overrated it was a what a hour and a half movie that really could have been a 30 minute epilogue but um let's move forward so um also we run into another recurring character charlotte played by uh, tessa thompson and right now the so she's she's in the she's uh part of the board of the board of uh correction the board of chairman or chair people for the delos company and they're she's pushing them to go private right and i think the company i think they want to go public um but also too they you see she was challenged and um then you she was you when she said listen i got majority i've been talking to the owner whatever you find her, of course that's uh william or bill um and he's still the top holder, and he's using an automated system that uses algorithm algorithms to make decisions. So um, they brought it to him, and he agreed with Charlotte, and they're pushing forward. I think they, I think they are privatizing the company. So um, his, one thing about Charlotte, we do know, right? We do know that at the end of season two. That Dolores took about, I want to say she took about five of those orbs that control, like, their host minds. Um, she took about five of them out the park in Charlotte's body. Um, my question is, who's the host or who's the mind that's in Charlotte's body? Because is it really a copy of Charlotte? You know, was she really in the park for that amount of time for Delos to have information on her? Or my thought... I want to say, I really want to say Charlotte um, is really Teddy, but I feel that Teddy is really um, uh, the the body, the Irish bodyguard. You know who I'm talking about. Um, I really feel that Teddy is the Irish bodyguard's host, the, the host occupying the, the Irish bodyguard's um, uh, look. I feel that's Teddy because remember she did turn up Teddy's aggression. He did kill himself, but I do feel that Dolores has the ability to bring back certain hosts. Um, because of course, look, their data is stored. You know, their data is stored. So I'm I'm pretty sure like that that is um, Teddy is in his body. But I'm very curious to see uh, what host or previous host is occupying inside of um, Charlotte, who's what number one what hosts were actually taken out the park and what bodies are they occupying now we do know that um of course arnold was one of the body of the host that was snuck up the park um mave was killed uh teddy we saw get killed um but one thing that is very 
that stands out on Dolores sneaking five hosts out of the um, park is when she told Arnold, because of course she recreated Arnold. She said she needs Arnold and that they will be on opposite sides. So it's like, does she know that Arnold is the yin to her yang or to something to that effect? Because she said she knows she needs him. And we knew that Arnold was not going to, Arnold wasn't going to side with Dolores even when they were in the park. They were on two opposite ends of this um, opinion or, or, or what the host should do. Or, so I'm 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 not shocked that I don't want to say I'm shocked that um, Dolores brought Arnold back. But I'm interested to see where they're going to go with this, you know, because she she of course, she brought him back out for a reason. But she said she needed him, even though she knew they were on opposite sides. So. It kind of makes me think, in Dolores' quest, does she want to wipe out humanity? Does she kind of want to take out, quote-unquote, the bad people? Or is she a liberator for both sides and will have Arnold serve as a liberator um, for the human side? Because think about it. You have you have um caleb who's stuck in a loop and then you have the um that other corporation which you could see the the man who was dolores was quote-unquote dating back in the real world he well his his father owned the company but you know he's just a he's just a place right um of this system that kind of uses algorithms to determine the path of people and we see when Caleb applied for a job, he was denied the job. And they were basically saying, there's no way we could get a perfect fit for you or a good fit for you. And it's basically saying, bro, you don't, why are you trying to go outside of your loop? You know, you're not, you're not equipped to go, so you're going to stay here. So I wonder if with all these things going on, is Bernard going to be the, is Bernard going to be the head of liberation for humans in terms of breaking out of this predetermined loop because it looks like that um orban we've seen it many different times it looks like a it, it was very similar to the maze that william was following from the beginning and it looks like or it looks like it seems to me like arnold could be the one who not only breaks free the humans but he's going to be the voice of reason between the hosts the host resistance and, and the humans but it, i'm interested to see how it's going to play out and what's dolores's full plan because the way she's moving you think she's anti-human but i do feel she's capable of sparing some people's lives humans lives i should say i don't think she wants to and she actually did say it too she she did um there was a line where she said i only hurt people who try to hurt me so Dolores is showing she is capable of mercy, unlike the human guests that she dealt with while she was in Westworld. Oh, quick edit. <laughs> it was on the wrong page of my notes. The bodyguard's name, the Irish bodyguard's name was Wyatt. Yeah, my bad about that. His name is Wyatt. I jotted it down here, but I was I was so into the show, I was just kind of like writing and not even looking. But um yeah, so I'm also, and I want to hear from you guys, you know, I want to hear from everyone out there um, in the comment section. I'm going to put the comments on, Inst on on the Instagram page, No Chasers Podcast at um, and on Instagram. I want to know who, because like I said, Dolores snuck out five units out of Westworld. 
right? So we know Arnold was one of them. Could have been Maeve. Could it be Teddy? You know, could it be the Charlotte clone? Did she actually, like, make a clone out of Charlotte? And who's the fifth one? Who who do you guys think is the fifth one? Or, matter of fact, who do you think is the five host units that she or host brains that she snuck out of the park? Um, I'm very interested to to hear what you guys have to say or what you guys think. Um, Bernard, how could I? I'm not. How could I forget about Bernard? So, um, as we see, Bernard looks like he's been blamed for everything that has um, happened at Westworld, and he's he's actually a farmer now. Now, um, if you he's going under another name, but if you look carefully and um, shout out to I can't remember which page I found this out in. But if you rearrange the names of his new um, rearrange the letters of his new name, it spells out damaged Arnold. Now, of course, we know you have Arnold and then you have Bernard. And um, one thing that kind of struck me is if you see now Arnold it looks like he stored Bernard's consciousness in the same body, but in in a sense, a separate file. If you see, he has a little button. He will talk to Bernard, and then um, he's constantly running diagnostics on himself because he does not trust the fact that Dolores created him, so he thinks there's corrupt code in there. And I think um, he said it's been around 90 days since... Um, He's come in contact with Dolores since he's last seen her. So we already kind of get a good time frame, a timeline of how long ago um, passed between season two and season three. But I, if we look at, if we go back to Arnold, he's doing this self, he's going this, this self rundown, the self analysis, making sure his data isn't corrupted. And I kind of feel bad for Bernard. Arnold, Bernard, Bernardold, Anarb. No, that doesn't work. I kind of feel bad for him because remember in uh, season two, he was all over the place. He did not know what time it was. He didn't know if it was now he was experiencing. He was like the Dr. Manhattan when it comes to time. He experiences time all at once. The now and the, the well, the, he doesn't see the future, but the present and the past and different events in the past, he sees all. All at the same time, or he was experiencing all at the same time. So season two was really, it you kind of had to play time tag. You really had to kind of pay attention to what was going on, um, timeline wise, because you'll be thrown, you'll be totally thrown off, right? Because it was taking place. I think like it was jumping ahead like three weeks or something like that, two weeks or, or something to that effect. So Arnold really doesn't trust his quote unquote reality. And I think that kind of falls into the theme of you don't trust your reality, you're going to break out of your loop. So when it comes to Arnold and Bernard and when he's doing these self-diagnostics, because you definitely could tell there's two different personalities inside of that host. Remember um, when he switched, when he was attacked by the two workers, he said, don't be too rough with them. So he knew when I let this other one take take control, take over, I don't have control. Right? So <clears throat> it's like they're two working together. And let's see who's going to win or, or what's going to happen. Is it going to be a brand new Bernard, when it, a fused Bernard? Kind of like um the Incredible Hulk when he finally just, uh, him and Bruce Banner just came, finally came together. And he just became what it was, Professor Hulk. So, um, 
that's a that's I was gonna say it's a quick synopsis of episode one. Um, but more importantly, um, episode one to me was an amazing episode. It's definitely an episode that I could watch about two to three more times, and I probably will to kind of look for things that I missed. Um, Westworld is a show that is full of symbolism, if you haven't noticed. And there's lots of different uh, themes that are going on. That's why that's what I like about this this show the most. It's just it's not it's not one flavor. It's it's it has it's like it's like the Skittles of television shows. Just this a whole bag of I'm I'm kind of running with a terrible analogy, but <laughs> Westworld. It's just it's it has many strings that work well together when it comes to its themes and what's going on. And it's storyline. So um, I'm very curious to see what episode two has in play for us. And um, in the preview for episode two, we definitely did see that Maeve is back. She looks like she's in Nazi world. So her being a woman of color, that's going to be interesting how she gets out of that one. But I'm also interested to see what what's going to happen with um, Caleb and Dolores. Because she kind of fell in his arms like a damsel in distress. A dam damsel in distress. Did I say distress? Damsel in distress. But if you paid attention to season one, her lying in the arms of her captor looks kind of like same thing when William first entered the park and he saved the pretty woman. So I'm. Let's see where this goes. Like this is this is what gets me excited about Westworld. Like they just always give you just a little bit, just a little bit. So when episode two and then three comes, you just want more and more and more. It's like this, this stuff is like crack. I think HBO has just successfully made another piece of crack. This is this is it, y'all. We got the COVID, now we got crack. I just hope we get to finish the season before COVID takes over. But um that's it for now y'all i hope you guys enjoyed the episode like i said today's monday the 23rd i'm probably gonna hop into episode two again tonight and i'll probably try to and hopefully i'll get uh episode two out during the end of the week um listen guys thank you for tuning in i definitely appreciate that leave me your thoughts comments if you have questions please definitely um go out in the comments of this post or you can comment this post if you're on soundcloud I'm working on getting the Apple Music through. I'm waiting for that approval. But also on our Instagram page, I'm probably going to start posting these videos to YouTube as well. So we could actually if um, get hit you guys on every single platform that we can. Because listen, we're about to go on like social lockdown, you know, because we really got to take care of this thing, this Corona virus. Because um, according to President Cardi B, it's getting real. So listen guys just go out there be safe um episode two is already out um i'm gonna record on that if you guys have any questions like i said today's monday so i'm probably going to record episode uh, record the podcast on episode two by wednesday or thursday so please send me your questions comments your thoughts on this episode all right guys thank you this is your boy joey brams one small part of the no no chasers podcast thank you for tuning in have a great week be safe y'all peace